Um, I guess I'll start. Is that how this works? I think so. I think you're supposed to say, hi, <laughs> I'm big. Just like that with my radio. <laughs> what if we switched it up? Would, Should we do it? Let's try it. Okay. I'm oh, nervous. this seems hard. I'm going to have to look at the script. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take it away. Hi, I'm big. Oh, I thought you were going to say your own name. No. You're going to pretend to be big? I just want to see if people notice. No. It's confusing. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Hi. I'm white. And I am big. And together we are white and big. <laughs> <laughs> And you are listening to the White and Big Podcast, <laughs> an explore podcast where it means to it, foreigner, Asia. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Big? Well, we are talking about online shopping in mm. Nepal. We've been doing a lot of it lately because we're still on lockdown over here. Mm -hmm. And boy... Um, I've had three cups of coffee today, and I'm super excited oh. to talk about shopping. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. I can't wait. That connects a lot of dots for me because I'm sitting here and I'm like, Guys. <laughs> and I'm like, what is the matter with me? Like, am I hungry? What's this feeling? I just realized <laughs> I had an espresso for the first time in 75 days. And it tasted like magic. Yep, but it did something to my body. <laughs> I'm not used to it anymore. Well, besides mixing it up with our coffee drinks, we're also mixing it up today with our intro. That was a little bit uncomfortable for me, honestly. But we're also mixing it up today by sitting outside. Ooh. Ooh. So we're sitting on White's nice little porch to record. So you guys might be hearing some cool natural Kathmandu background noise like birds and construction and vegetable sellers, hopefully. I'm really crossing my fingers that yeah. a few will pass by. Some street dogs. Yeah. All the classics for you folks at home. That's right. So yeah, hope you enjoy the ambiance of this episode. Mm -hmm. But... Nope, it's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's my turn. Have fun. Go. <laughs> um, before we get into online shopping, mm -hmm. let's talk about what we did this week, huh? Okay, sounds great. Because we've actually done things this week. Usually we get on here and we're like, nothing, we haven't done anything. <laughs> still locked down, still the same. I know. I don't even know what to pick. I feel like I've done so many exciting things this week. I know. Of course, like our standards for exciting things have gone way down. Yeah. For example, here, this is what I'll talk about to show you guys how our standards have really fallen for what's exciting. <laughs> um, my super exciting adventures this week included walking to three places that I haven't been to since the beginning of lockdown. Mm. I went more than two kilometers away from my house, and I even went to a road I've never been to in my life. <laughs> and it was weirdly exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I really felt excited about it. Yeah, I know. I've been like walking every day for the last little bit. And it's like a weird like addiction now mm -hmm. almost. I'm like, yeah. 
ooh, what shop is going to be open today that wasn't open yesterday? And then I come back and I report to Big. I'm like, here's the down <laughs> low. <laughs> do do <laughs> it's, it's a good day when yeah, that happens. It is good. And the weather's been quite nice lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it rains some, but then it cools it down, so it's not too hot. And yeah. yeah, yesterday I went for a walk with my friend, and it wasn't to or around any shops so that was new mm-hmm. and we went to this field called the guy pokery <laughs> cow lake not a lake but there are cows there <laughs> <laughs> but there's kind of this like track that goes all the way around the field and i'm motioning with my hands as if you can see me <laughs> why it's like i know what the track Ooh, looks like party. yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so there's this track that goes around the field and there's often people there exercising, walking, running, you know, doing calisthenics, playing soccer, whatever. And there were people there and it was weird. Like lockdown's starting to kind of relax Mm -hmm. recently, even though there's been no official government announcement. I feel like everyone has just kind of agreed. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's more relaxed now. Hey, everyone. Teacher Big here. Uh, we recorded this episode quite a while ago, and since then, the lockdown has started to ease here in Nepal. So yeah, some more things are open now, like restaurants are all open for takeout and delivery. A lot of offices are open, more businesses are open. We're going to the office sometimes now. Uh, everything's supposed to be at 50% capacity to maintain social distance. But a lot of things are still closed, like gyms and schools and that kind of thing. And they have rules about when you can be out and about. So like for me, I have an odd number license plate on my motorcycle, so I can only drive on odd days. Very exciting. So that's how things are going. It's been exciting having things open back up. And we will keep you abreast of the situation. People just seem happier, like they were happy to be out of their house. And people were still doing like the safe social distancing thing. Everyone mm-hmm. had their masks on and I don't know, it didn't seem unsafe to me. But yeah. it just felt like kind of a weight lifted off of people. Like everyone just seemed so cheerful and happy to be out. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it too. The sky here is so flipping clear mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I can't get over what Kathmandu looks like without dust or pollution. It's like such a crazy bright color of blue Mm -hmm. that we don't see very often. Like, I remember last year this happened. I was going to the office (laughs) and it was so blue that I like got to the office and turned immediately around and went to a restaurant that has a (laughs) look, an outlook an outlook a lookout <laughs> across the valley yeah so that i, I was like i can't be inside yeah. this is too rare and that's what most of our days are like it's been so nice and i love seeing the city like this too because mm-hmm. you can see all the colorfulness of the houses and it's so crisp especially right after it rains you can see detail on houses like all the way on the other side of the city yeah. you know and you can see the hills and if it's not too cloudy you can see the mountains and it's just incredible it's amazing i took some pictures yesterday i will post them mm-hmm. they were delightful yeah but yeah so been walking a lot and went to some new places that was exciting how about you white mm. tell me my exciting thing of the week is uh actually like we're looking at it yeah i'm right sitting now. on it actually yeah and we're gonna talk about this more in the episode yeah. but you can give a little intro now i will because it's all that i think about <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we successfully purchased basically 
a home gym yesterday. We have been getting along okay the last two and a half months. But if by okay, you mean I hear you yelling curse words in the other room when the what? weights aren't doing what you want them to. I don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, our barbell for the last two and a half months has been a curtain rod. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys heard the air quotes around that word barbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a very, very small curtain rod, like maybe a meter long. Yeah, and it's really skinny. It's so skinny. <laughs> and now, to the credit of the curtain rod, it has not bent. I thought it wasn't going to work. Yeah, but it's been holding strong. But the problem is you can only load it to a max of 28 kgs, so mm-hmm. like 50 pounds. <laughs> and um, if you load it that much, then you don't really have any room for your hands to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the main problem. <laughs> but we've been making it work. Like, it could have been so much worse. Don't get me wrong. Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah, I've been so grateful to have all your gym yeah. equipment. I wouldn't have been working out at all, I think, yeah. if you didn't have that. But I luckily got my gym equipment delivered the last day, right before lockdown, mm-hmm. suddenly came upon us. Anyway, so now we ordered... Uh, home gym it's a squat rack Mm -hmm. it has a chin up pull up bar Mm -hmm. at the top which we used immediately we both got our i mean basically our first chin ups right like you've done it before but not yeah when i was 12 and we had 60 pounds yeah right (laughs) um and we have a bench and we have a real barbell and 100 kgs of weight so excited to lift heavy again it's gonna be great yep so i feel very successful Mm-hmm. And you will hear more about this fun adventure in online shopping and delivery as we go throughout the episode. Yes. Well, speaking of, shall we start off the topic? Yes. Shall we discuss online yes. shopping? So I don't know about you guys, but ever since lockdown began, we've been doing more online shopping than we ever have in our whole mm-hmm. lives, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least in Nepal. And we thought it would be interesting to discuss what online shopping is like here because it's quite different from our experience in America and other countries. But it is so rich. It is. I know. I was thinking about, like, we were writing out the notes for this episode, and I feel like there's a lot of things that if you just describe it, it really sounds like a hassle. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. Like, it's so much easier in other countries. But honestly, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is better, and I wouldn't trade it. (laughs) Now that I'm used to it, I love it. Yeah, for real. So... In a lot of the West, hello, crow. (laughs) It's making this so ominous. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that I do online shopping. (laughs) Um, uh, Geez, thanks a lot, crow. I completely (laughs) lost my train of thought. No. um, In the West, the prototype for online shopping is now Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're going to start with Amazon and then kind of come up with like Nepali equivalents, it will go something like this. So there is no true equivalent, but um, we do have several strictly online shops. So there's one that's called Dorads. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Dorads is a um, a wardrobe. Like That's a, what the word means. Yeah. <laughs> the but online like, shopping is not a wardrobe. <laughs> no, it is not. But they have... A lot of different vendors all around Kathmandu, and um, when you make a purchase, then the original seller sends it to their manufacturing thing, and then you get 
a notification saying, your order is shipped. And that means that it is on the back of somebody's motorcycle, (laughs) zooming its way to you. And it's going to be a good day. Yeah. I recently discovered Susto Deal, Mm -hmm. which means cheap deal in Nepali. And it is my favorite online shopping, mostly because their notification text messages are so enthusiastic. (laughs) Every single one has a different exclamatory at the beginning. It's like, first it says, namaste, big. Woohoo. Your order has been confirmed. And then you get another text. Namaste, big. Hooray. Your order is being shipped. Whatever. You get like five of those throughout the process. (laughs) And then once my order got canceled for some reason, and it was like, what did it say? Like, bummer. Yeah, bummer. (laughs) It's like, yes, I love it. (laughs) But yeah, so Susto Deal, Dada's. There's also one that's like for Batbatini, which Mm -hmm. is the big superstore here. So that would also be kind of an Amazon equivalent where you can buy food and different products Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But one difference is that when you order several items, they all come separately. It's not like they gather them all and bring them in one shipment. Like once I ordered three things and they all came like one came on Monday, one came on Tuesday, one came on Wednesday. (laughs) They're all separate orders. Yeah. Or like one time when I ordered from Daraj, I was like, oh, I should just lump my orders. And so I got two things. And in the same day, I got one call from a delivery guy and I went out and got a box and I was like, do you have something else for me? He's like, no, ma'am, that's it. I'm like, okay. And then an hour later, I get a call like, ma'am, I'm outside. Was it the same guy? (laughs) No, it was a different guy. So I'm like, this doesn't seem efficient, but it worked. It does work, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so there's those where you can order from an app or online. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, and there's also ones for food. Mm-hmm. So that would be like Food Mandu or Boge. And those are more like Uber Eats mm-hmm. or I don't Door know. DoorDash yeah, or something like Door that. DoorDash, yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> we're so out of it. <laughs> like, what are these Gen Z kids using to get food these days? He's always like, we didn't even have pizza delivery where I grew up. <laughs> you had to drive 15 minutes into town to get it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. We had it, but my dad was too cheap to tip the yeah. guy, so he would go pick it up <laughs> But anyway, so we have that, too, so you can get food from different restaurants delivered to mm-hmm. your house, which is nice. And nowadays, they've been also delivering groceries because lockdown. Yeah, so there's those options. And then the other kind of online shopping that there is here is just straight from the stores Mm -hmm. so i mean i've also done this in the states or whatever where there's like a a specific brand and you want to buy their product so you you buy it from them directly instead of from amazon but here it is a slightly different process uh white has a great example would you like to read the description (laughs) that you found of how to order something from the adidas store yes i would love adidas as the brits say Um, So I came across this on Instagram the other day. And so the actual Instagram account that I found this is the I don't know if this is official or not, (laughs) but um, the Adidas uh, Nepal page. And then they're linking to another page that they also run, which is a shoe. What do you call that? A shoe Seller? Site. Another website. Store? <laughs> yeah, another store or website that they also run called Labels and it sells shoes. Um, anyway, so you know it's going to be a long process when they start numbering all the steps <laughs> in the Instagram description. 
So it says, Adidas store pickup. Steps. One, visit our website, labels.com.nepal, to see our product selection. Two, choose the product you want and send us a message with the product code or picture and preferred pickup location. So you send the message on Instagram DMs? On Instagram or Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Usually you can also like send them a message on WhatsApp or Viber too. Oh, a lot true. of yeah. stores do that. Um, three, we will reply to your message with the price and pickup location. Four, after receiving the message, visit our Potten or Derber Marg store for your product from 12 to 5 p.m. on the assigned day. We will send you the location. And then they give notes about safety precautions that they're taking because of the lockdown and all of that stuff. Nice. But it feels like <laughs> a treasure hunt, doesn't it? It does. Go to this other website, figure out what you want, then come back here and tell us. And then we'll tell you how much it costs. And then we'll tell you where to pick it up. <laughs> Actually, though, that feels more straightforward than, like, sometimes I feel like I'll message, you know, a company will be like, here's our product. They'll post it on Instagram or whatever. Like, DM us for price. So, like, I had this experience. I was trying to buy something, and I, I'm keeping the company anonymous because I love them, and mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel sad. But <laughs> I DM them. I was like, hi, I'm looking to buy X type of product. What do you have available? And they're like, what kind are you looking for? Like, well, what are my options? <laughs> and they listed a couple, and I'm like, great, what's this? How much does it cost? And they're like, well, actually, we don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this other one? <laughs> oh, yes, we do have. Okay, how much is that one? <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's not efficient. Mm -hmm. But it eventually gets the job yeah. done, right? Yeah, right. Like, Amer you don't realize how bent on efficiency our American culture is yeah. until that's kind of taken away from you. Right. You're like, if I have to talk to a person, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it takes more than one message to do this transaction. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> the person on the other end's like, hello, how are you, ma'am? And I'm like, how much is it? And they're like, well. Let's have a discussion. There's also other options like, just tell me the price. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm in a lot of other really high stress DM sessions with all these other businesses. So you just need to get down to the chase and tell me what I want to know. <laughs> okay, but I feel like we're kind of making fun of this and being down on it, but it's actually fine. I'm like, this is what I was saying at oh, the beginning yeah. of the episode where it's like, now that I'm used to this, I don't want it any other way. Yeah. And there's some kind of ritual to the interaction that's so much better than just like getting drunk, going on Amazon and clicking, <laughs> you know, buy now. <laughs> and then it shows up the next day and you're like, what is this? <laughs> Did I? Order this? I've actually yeah. never done that, but I've heard of people doing it and it's pretty hilarious. Here, like, even though you said that we've been doing more online shopping during lockdown like you have to be intentional about what you're ordering like you're not oh just gonna gosh, get on yeah. and be like i might as well order this and this and like yeah for us you have to actually think like okay is this going to be worth someone 
driving across the city <laughs> and delivering it to my house. Right. Well, and there's no like free returns or whatever. Depending right. on what you buy, you might be able to return it, but it would be such a hassle. Mm-hmm. Like I just bought a new pair of headphones, which I'm very happy with. Sennheiser brand, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> But I probably did like three hours of research. I looked at every online shopping website and then I click on one. I'm like, this one looks good. And then they're like, oh, not available during lockdown. I'm like, God. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, I tried this one and then I went to order one and then it wasn't in stock. And like, but I feel like it was such a commitment, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, they were kind of expensive. So that was part of the reason that I was putting so much effort into choosing the right one. But also it's just like, I have one chance to get this right. Yeah. (laughs) And then it was great. Yeah. So it was worth it. But you're right. Like, it's not just a willy-nilly thing. Yeah, right. You're really like, okay, I need this one item. Mm -hmm. Where can I find it? Well, yeah. And, like, can we talk about how we ordered all of this gym equipment? Yes, please. And, like, the (laughs) whole – okay, so here's how I have bought all of my gym equipment. (laughs) First of all, I want to stress the point that delivery in Nepal is, like, everywhere. You can always get something delivered. That's true. Yeah. Which I am very, very thankful for. Yeah. Because at most we have a motorcycle or a scooter. Mm-hmm. And those are hard to carry things on. <laughs> we I mean, do it, but it's not it. always easy. Yeah. So at the beginning of lockdown or right before lockdown, I ordered um, dumbbells and those maybe 24 kg or something like that mm-hmm. total and that came wrapped in um an old whiskey box <laughs> um wrapped in a rice sack <laughs> and i carried that home on my scooter and that was i mean it was Impressive. totally fine actually it was totally fine okay um and then once we were like you know what we need more than our dumbbells So then I found I did so much digging. You guys have no idea how much time I spent looking at Nepali businesses on Instagram. (laughs) If you have questions about anything happening in the upcoming business world in Nepal, I probably know. (laughs) Um, But I found this app called Jeevi. And it is a pharmacy app, basically. It's really, it's a cool app. It's spelled J-E-E-V-E-E. Anyway, so at this point, it was the middle of lockdown and there was nothing available for gym equipment. It was all sold out and the supply chain got all messed up. So there was nothing in the country. Anyway, but this place had had what we needed, which was resistance bands, like the long, Mm -hmm. big, big resistance bands. So I order one of those and that takes... A couple, maybe like a week to get here or something. Mm-hmm. And receiving something via delivery in Nepal is like finding something via directions in <laughs> Nepal. Oh, yes. I I don't know. Do we want to talk about that? Now I have a whole section for yeah. just the delivery part. Okay. Well, well, we can leave that as a teaser for later in the episode. Uh-huh. Um, but I finally got that. And then... I don't know. <laughs> um, and then once we get those that resistance band, we realize I really want another one. I want another strength of resistance band. <laughs> but this is the best thing was once you realize like, oh, this one isn't exactly the tension I thought. Like, mm-hmm. I want to order another one. Then you hopped online and they were all sold out except there was like one left. Yep. 
But I like the thing that cracked me up was your very first thought was not, oh, maybe I shouldn't buy it because of the price or whatever. <laughs> it was, oh no, the poor delivery guy will have to come again. <laughs> it's like, like the girl that I texted about it last time is going to be like, really? Again? Yep. <laughs> and she wasn't quite like that, but you know, she did call me. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, yeah. When you order, it's very normal that you will place your order. It says confirmed. You might get an email for it, and then immediately an unknown number will show up on your phone, and it's someone calling to confirm your order. Yeah. And at first, you might think that's terrifying, but you condition yourself to it, and then you get used to it, and then they don't call you, and you're like, I don't know. Did they get my order? Yes. Um, so then she called me and she was like, where are you? And I tell her my location. She's like, oh, yeah, you just ordered from us. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, resistance band girl. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, really so funny. that was my resistance band to get our gym kit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, It's a pretty big thing. It is. Yeah. It's sturdy. It's a lot of <laughs> steel. A lot of welding going on on my balcony right now. See, okay, so <laughs> I feel like I'm hunkering down for this. I was like, you know what? I am going to make the purchase. I'm going to buy a barbell. Like, let's see about like getting legit gym equipment. So I start messaging people. I ask on a um, forum, like a, a Facebook group about where I could find gym equipment. And then people give me recommendations. I go to their Facebook pages because remember, in an earlier episode, you might not remember. It's okay if you don't. We said that most businesses don't have websites, but they have Instagrams and they have Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. So I messaged these people and said, hi, I'm looking for a barbell. <laughs> what do you have available? And they say, we have these. And I say, I want that. And then they said, no, ma'am, it's not available. <laughs> <laughs> Can you send a picture? Radio silence. <laughs> yeah. It's like an emotional roller coaster. Well, and then didn't someone like... Someone who lives here said, oh, I have some one for yeah. sale. And then you asked for more details. And they're like, actually, I just have a kettlebell. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I have a barbell and weights. And I was like, oh, cool. What is it? She's like, it's a kettlebell and two dumbbells that are 3 kg each. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. Not exactly, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so then at this point, it's like four different businesses and individuals that I am talking <laughs> to trying to get a, a barbell. And then on Instagram, trusty Instagram, <laughs> the powerlifting Instagram of Nepal, there is one account specifically <laughs> for the powerlifting community. And he said, powerlifters, let me help you. You can buy a squat rack, an incline bench, a barbell and plates for this amount of money. DM me. And so I was like, should we do it? <laughs> so I finally messaged him. And then he starts going, you know, like I'm discussing with him and then he's kind of the middleman with another business <laughs> that he's not, as far as I know, actually affiliated with. Who you had already messaged. Who right? I had already messaged. <laughs> <laughs> and they hadn't messaged me back yet. Yeah. So I'm like talking to him and then he's talking to the business. <laughs> and then last night he calls me and says, have they delivered yet? I said, no. He's like, okay, I'm going to call them. And then he calls me back and he's like, they're loading the truck. Okay. So they drive across town. They call me at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> this is also a very standard fare for delivery. Um, they say, where are you? And you have to give them like, oh, I'm in this part. 
of the city. Recall, we do not have addresses in Nepal, yes. so giving directions to your house is more complicated than yep. just like, look it up on Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. And so then he's like, where? And I'm like, do you know this area? He's like, no. Do you know this area? No. Do you know this area? No. Do you know this area? Oh, just ask somebody. So they ask somebody and they drive close to my house. And then we walked out to the main road, walked back as they're slowly following me walking down (laughs) the road. (laughs) Pull into my courtyard. Three guys get out of the truck, swiftly unload everything, like without even asking us. Just like start carrying things up our stairs, yep. assemble it. Yeah, it's eight thirty at night. My landlords were like, "What the <laughs> heck is going on?" As they take out a hammer, not a mallet, a hammer, <laughs> and hammer <laughs> our squat rack together, and uh, that was the whole thing. You know, we chatted. It was really nice. They were they were so super great. cool. They were really nice. I liked them a lot. They yeah. all got back into their truck. I closed the gate behind them. Bada bing, bada boom we had a gym (laughs) (laughs) but it's a complex process it's not just copying online and ordering Mm -mm. it but i love the human connection like well since you just described it let's Mm -hmm. talk about the delivery process so once you've ordered you know you receive your confirmation text Mm -hmm. as well as your confirmation phone call and then usually they call you like okay we're gonna deliver today so then this is how delivery works so like you said they call you when they're close to your house and you kind of give them you get them closer Mm -hmm. and then they call you again and then you get them even closer (laughs) and then you try to give directions with landmarks like your house is quite easy because you're across from a bakery that has a sign that's lit up all day and all night Mm -hmm. and then it's just down the little lane right but my house takes like three turns to get there (laughs) and it is so funny like how hard it is to give directions and i feel like it's always kind of like some apps have a thing where you can put the gps dot i don't know i feel like torn between wanting to give directions and just using gps because some apps have the thing where you can put the gps dot for your house right and sometimes that works great like I'll just do it, and the person shows up exactly at my house, Mm -hmm. and I have written, my house is green, you know, or as I say in Nepali, Dere green (laughs) sa. Charcoal green sa. The greenest green. It is. Let me tell you, it's like lime green. Um, Yeah, so you say the color of your house and the color of your gate, right? (laughs) So sometimes the GPS works great, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's actually easier to give directions verbally. Or like it's hard. You have to copy your GPS location from Google and try to paste it in the DMs. And that doesn't work. But there's also like (laughs) some good moments, though. Like I feel like um, when I ordered the food from Urban Press, Mm -hmm. our fave. I walk out and you kind of have this moment where you're looking around at different vehicles, <laughs> like there's a bicycle, there's a scooter, there's a car, and I'm like, okay, who's it going to be? Like, who's the delivery person, yeah. you know? And then you stand there looking awkward, like, hi, I'm the person. And like, <laughs> since we speak Nepali, people don't always know to look for a white person mm-hmm. either. So like, they're also looking around like, who am I delivering this to? <laughs> That one was especially good because I came out. And he was standing on his bike and he had like a bag of food on the handlebars, you know? And he looks at me and I look at him. He kind of like gives me the like up nod and I I do it back. We're like, oh, yes, we have found each other. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. And then I cross the street and I go over. And of course, he doesn't have 
any change or even his wallet with him. So then we just had this awkward moment where I like I'm trying to pay and I don't have change either. And he's like, "Well, what should we do?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know what to do." And I'm like, "Well, what do you think we should do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't have change. You don't." And he's like, "No." I, I, so then he calls his boss. <laughs> he's like, Aww. "What should I do? I don't have change." <laughs> and since. The guy knows us and literally messaged White to say, yeah. hi, we're delivering. You should order something. <laughs> he was like, oh, just have them, like, just have them pay extra. And next time we'll give them a discount of the amount. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that often happens, too. Yeah. Like not, if you have to be the one prepared to change, mm-hmm. not the person delivering it. Yeah. But I do love the human connection of the delivery. Yes, uh, like, it used to feel stressful or, like, a big hurdle to get mm-hmm. over. But now I always love it. Like, there's always kind of this, like, we're both so happy. Like, oh, we found each other. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like, I don't actually – I don't like food delivery so much because mm-hmm. of that. Because I've had enough, like, difficult experiences that I know I shouldn't mess around with that when I'm hungry. Yeah. But, like, for other things – I love it. I love coming out of my, you know, like getting a call like, ma'am, I'm at this place. I'm like, okay, I'm coming outside. And then I come outside and I look around and you see them and you give them a little wave and they give a little wave back and they yeah. drive towards you. And then you get like the endorphins from buying something, yeah. you know, like, ooh, my headphones came. <laughs> mm-hmm. And plus now that we're in lockdown, we don't have to work around our schedules at right. all. So it's not stressful. That's like, true. Sometimes it's hard because they're like, okay, I'll come at three. And you're like, well, I have to be somewhere at five. And then they don't come till five. Yeah. And then, you know, it's kind of awkward. But since we have nothing to do with our mm-hmm. days, it can come anytime. And we're just free and easy. That's true. I did. Um, one thing that I ordered from Fit Nepali, I ordered protein powder from them. And the guy was so funny when he called. He was like super professional. He's like, hello. Uh, this was all in Nepali. Like, hello, ma'am. Yes, I'm calling to confirm your order. And it will be delivered tomorrow between 10 and 3. Is that okay? Are you going to be home? If you're not home, make sure someone else is home so that they can receive the delivery. And this is the amount. And do you confirm? Do you agree? <laughs> like, that's so funny. I feel like. I don't know. If you're ordering something really expensive in the States, maybe you would do that. But otherwise, you're not going to be like, uh, someone needs to be at home in case the UPS guy comes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, wait, I need to go shopping. Can you stay home so that you can receive my delivery if it comes? <laughs> it's like people have gone to war with UPS over things like that. They're like, I signed the slip. You're supposed to leave it at the door. They're like, we attempted delivery. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen here because it's just person to person but an important aspect of that is that we at least pay in cash yeah true so there are online uh what do you call that money transfer yeah like kind of paypal apple pay that Mm -hmm. kind of thing there's one called e-sewa which means electronic service i actually signed up for it and i was all excited to use it but then I couldn't get it to work. Like, I couldn't transfer money into it to pay yeah. with. So, in process, I'll let you guys know yeah. how that goes. <laughs> so, there are, like, a few services like that that you can pay online. Mm-hmm. But since we don't have them set up yet, we pay in cash. And mm-hmm. so, it's really freeing, actually, because you, like, place the order and then you haven't, like, put forth any money towards it. So, like, That's the stakes true. are a little bit lower. You're like, well, 
you know, if there's an issue or something and they can't deliver it, then I don't have to be like, oh, well, you'll refund my order, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. You haven't paid yet until yeah. the actual thing arrives. So you just give them cash. Mm-hmm. So like for us last night, <laughs> I uh, I brought out a big wad. quite expensive. And as you may recall from listening to this podcast, the largest denomination of bell in Nepal is worth about nine u.s dollars <laughs> so if you're buying something expensive you just like make it rain you're like here is ten thousand bills <laughs> yeah oh man so i will say that i think the way that we do online shopping here kind of encourages loyalty to mm. certain companies so first of all you have the whole human connection right you're like texting a person mm-hmm. at the company yeah but I guess in uh, defense of our American efficiency, <laughs> like ordering with one company here means that you get accustomed to how they deliver things. Right. Because everyone's a little bit different, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, I think I said this earlier in the episode, but like ordering from a new company is kind of like giving directions in Nepal. <laughs> so like, let me explain. So when you get directions to somebody's house, they're like... <laughs> go over 14 speed bumps, <laughs> go past the big tree, and then there will be a vegetable seller on the corner. And then you will go past the bright blue gate, and then I am the brown gate on your left. And you're like, what? <laughs> I cannot remember all of those facts. It's so stressful to find somewhere new for the first time. And then once you go there, you're like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing, I think, with online shopping because you don't know what to expect. You're like, oh, now I need to be at home all day long in case they deliver. Yeah. But then you realize that once you order once or twice with them, that they have a pretty consistent schedule. So like Garage, I know that they're going to deliver at basically around lunchtime and that's been consistent all the times that I've ordered from them so Mm. now I don't worry about it I'm not like I need to be at my house all day long I'm like oh I just need to be home around this time right yeah and so and you know like to whether or not to expect a confirmation mm -hmm. call you know if they'll use English or Nepali you know like if you should text them or if you should call them kind of all those unknowns Mm -hmm. go away yeah and then it feels really easy yeah and you're like, why was this ever hard? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I mean, it's it's like anything when you move to a new culture. When you don't know what to expect, it mm-hmm. feels really hard. And then once you're used to it, it feels really easy. Yep. Yeah. And now Amazon seems like kind of a weird and scary thing. It does. It feels overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Wow. We love online shopping in Nepal. We sure do. Uh, shout out to all our peeps who have made online shopping and home delivery available during lockdown yeah you have made our lives so happy thank you and we will continue to i was gonna say patronage that's not a verb to be your patrons Patronize? no <laughs> we'll buy stuff from you oh great <laughs> um okay well speaking of buying stuff Ooh. should we do our segment of the week okay So, not to be outdone about online shopping, we're just going to keep talking about shopping. We love shopping, and we are really passionate about supporting local businesses here. Yes. Um, I think for both of us, you 
have a much longer history of this, but I am also very interested in ethical shopping mm-hmm. and making sure that you know what the supply chain is for a product, make sure that you know it doesn't come from slaves, yes. uh, that people have a working wage. Anyway, so in America, that's kind of difficult, right? Yeah, it's getting a lot easier. I mean, you, like you said, I have a longer history with this. I think I got really kind of obsessed with it in like 2008, 2009. So in the last decade, mm-hmm. it's there's a thousand percent more options for ethical shopping, which I'll give you some tips on that later. Mm-hmm. But even so, you still really have to seek it out. Yeah. And I think for me, like, I didn't worry so much about it in the U.S. because it was just, like, normal. You go to TJ Maxx, you go to whatever, whatever. Mm. I sound really trashy if I keep going on. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say Walmart. <laughs> Is that what you changed to whatever, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> but once I moved to Nepal, it just ended up being really natural to think about if a business was ethical or not. Hmm. Because... For some reason, like I feel like so many companies in Asia are not like this, but Nepal has this amazingly long history of, uh, what do you call that? Like local artisan. Yeah. The fair trade. Mm. Fair trade is a huge thing in Nepal. You're right, it is. <laughs> which is really, really lucky for us. Yeah. And so you start just kind of thinking about it a little bit more. You go to lots of the tourist shops. I'm not saying all of them, but <laughs> Tamel, the tourist area, doesn't have as many super ethical shops. Yeah. But there are many ethical shops in Kathmandu. Yeah, it's cool because a lot of them have this really cool combination of having kind of local artisans and different local art forms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nepal is so diverse, so there's lots of different kinds, right? Yeah. Of different types of things that people make traditionally in their people group or whatever. And then a lot of them are kind of either you can get the super traditional version or you can get one that's maybe a little bit more westernized mm-hmm. or the same type of art but in a different shape for you know for example like a lot of copper work stuff but they wouldn't normally make a tea tray or something Mm -hmm. but you can buy that so it's a cool combination of like really interesting products but that all have this really like local origin and you can like feel the person who made the item uh, which is what i really love about it yeah and like one time i was even at one of the fair trade shops which is called dakuti And I had some friends visiting from the U.S. And we just, Badeshis, all foreigners end up going to this shop (laughs) if you're on our side It's like one of of the tourist items that you do is you go trekking, you eat momos, and you go to a fair trade shop. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so we went one afternoon and there were all of these people there, which was weird. And we're like, what is going on? There was all of uh, so many women like dressed in really nice saris and the men were dressed up and stuff and they had their families with them we're like what's happening so we asked and it was all of the artisans so they most of them wouldn't live in Kathmandu. they live in neighboring districts okay but they had come into the city into the shop to be able to take pictures with all of the things that they had made like all of these handicrafts so they'll do like 
bags and scarves and art paper products copper jewelry yeah like all sorts of stuff pottery so yeah so they're all coming like in the celebration so we as we were shopping then they're like posing next to things that they had made and they Ah! got to bring their families with them and then upstairs and they invited us to be a part of this they had this big feast laid out and (gasps) everybody was getting to eat snacks and they were so happy (sighs) and it did my heart so much good to see that like i kind of makes me cry yeah you're tearing up (laughs) it was just so sweet well and i feel like at least in the west i think we think a lot about job fulfillment Mm -hmm. you know like really enjoying your job and all this stuff. But then we go and buy products that are made by people who either hate their job or are literal slaves, Mm -hmm. you know? And so to see that you're, by buying items, you're connecting with a business and people that are getting fulfillment and the same way that we would expect from our friends and family around us, you know? Just having, like, the same standards for other people (laughs) that you have for yourself. Shocking, I know. But yeah, that's like so exciting to see people that are really enjoying what they're doing and Mm -hmm. benefiting from it. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of in America, we feel very separate from the people who made our stuff. Absolutely. And there's not so much done to lessen that feeling of separation. Yeah, that's true. I mean, part of it is a lot of people live quite far away, (laughs) right? I mean, we import a lot of things. I feel like in the U.S., probably in a lot of other countries as well, I mean, I know it's true here, usually the number one thing that you think about when you're buying something is price. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing might be quality. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you don't think about how your choices are affecting other people. But when you're seeing them, you know, physically there, like, that's so cool. Yeah. So, with all that said, there are so many different small businesses within Katmandu that we've gotten to see that they're dedicated to making a positive impact on the country of Nepal. Yes. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I think And so like I feel like it used to be kind of like a foreign owned thing, you yeah. know, like oh well foreigners are coming in and helping people start fair trade businesses, but now it's mostly Nepalis mm-hmm. that are you know, the entrepreneurs that are starting the business mm-hmm. as well as the ones that are making sure that their employees are getting well paid and have health insurance and are enjoying their jobs yeah. and, you know, so it's really like a movement that is local, I think, mm-hmm. which is really cool to you. Yep. And yeah, I think one reason that it's really inspiring to me is because Nepal has a big problem with brain drain. So that mm-hmm. like means that a lot of very capable people don't feel like they have enough uh, economic opportunities to live in Nepal. And so they'll go somewhere else abroad and yeah. work. And we're not casting blame. Like, no, I get it. Totally. You need to be able to provide and, you know, be true to your schooling or, you know, whatever. But it does mean that, that, yeah, that a lot of people, they're torn because they want to support their home country and build it up more. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they need to be able to provide for their families well. And, you know, um, so it is really cool when we get to see people who have found a way to be able to support their communities yes. and do that in a really good and ethical way. Yeah, absolutely. That also feels really true to the culture. 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's more and more brands coming up. We'll list yeah. a few here now, but it's just the tip of the iceberg. Like there's so many. Yeah. Even though I spend like thousands of hours a day on Instagram, <laughs> I don't know all of them. <laughs> I just know 80% of them. <laughs> yeah. We're going to list them out. But if you know more than that, then you should let us know. DM us. Yeah. Or post a story and tag us. Yeah. Yay. So uh, one that I love, um, this one actually is owned by foreigners, but it's called Purna, P-U-R-N-A-A, and they make ethical clothing, and their mission is to hire people that would normally have a hard time getting a job for whatever reason, you know, maybe something in their past or uh, prejudices against them from the culture or whatever. And yeah, they do great work. They make really amazing stuff. A lot of it's sold here, but a lot of it is sold in the States. And you can also buy in bulk from them. You can have custom stuff made. So say, you know, you need a run of like 300 t-shirts or whatever. They do that as well. And I really love their products. They use a lot of the traditional Nepali fabric that's called Dhaka Mm -hmm. to decorate. And it's really nice. Um, the next one is woven and this is Nepali owned and it's really cool because, um, so there's quite a few storefronts in Kathmandu within Tamil, um, but their main base is in Pokhara mm-hmm. to the west slightly. So if you go trekking in Nepal, you might go to Pokhara. Anyway, um, so they do a lot like cashmere things Mm. or um pashmina like shawls or blankets really nice gifts just throwing that out there amazing textile stuff yeah they also do bags and you can go to their factory and watch them producing it yeah i've never done that i really want to go yeah it's pretty cool it's not like a you know oh here let's bring the tourists around to see it it's just like that's just their factory it's like excuse me can i see your factory yeah like i happen (laughs) to be in the shop with a friend who is in ethical fashion and she's like can i go to the factory and they're like uh okay (laughs) that's amazing yeah (laughs) um let's see what else speaking of bags white yak anyone yeah this one is amazing so they do a lot of leather products mostly bags but other things as well super high quality Mm -hmm. and it's gorgeous and it's incredible and they use a lot of tibetan fabrics which are also really beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And it's my life goal to buy one of their bags. I'm like <laughs> going to invest at some point. <laughs> They're so gorgeous. And a tip for all of you Americans listening. Right now, I think the supply chain's interrupted because stuff isn't really leaving Nepal. But in normal times, <laughs> um, you can find it in the U.S. sometimes. So there's one place I know that usually stocks them, which is called Fashion and Compassion. Mm-hmm. And if you just Google that, then you can find it. It's a small business and they source other small businesses around the world and employ women, women who would otherwise kind of like Perna have difficulty finding work, trains them and they're creating different products anyway. But they also get products from places in Africa, in Asia, and mm-hmm. White Yak happens to be one of those products. Cool. And that website's Fashion and Compassion? Yep. Nice. Let's see. What else in Nepal do we love? Local Project is very cool. Mm-hmm. They are a store with a couple different storefronts, and they're Nepali-owned as well, and they source all local Nepali products. 
anything from clothes to shoes to bags. I got my Micha bag there. I love that bag. And even food products and stuff. Um, a great place for gifts. That's another fave of ours. Yep. Um, my personal favorite is Colpa. Mm, so K-O-L-P-A. good. K-O-L-P-A. Uh, as far as I know, they only have one storefront in um, the south part of Kathmandu in Lalitpur. Uh, but if you Google them, you should be able to find them. Um, they do pop-ups like at different, what do you call those? Like marketplaces? Markets, yeah. Art markets. But again, Nepali owned. Um, they source from different people groups around Nepal. So it's all woven products. So like natural materials like rice. Stop. What do you call that? Like rice leaves. Plant. Plants. (laughs) Like once you beat all of the actual grains of rice out and you're left with the rice plant, then people make lots of things into them. Mm -hmm. So it would be like baskets, trivets. uh, What else? Rugs. um, Stools. Stools. They also have like wooden products made by the Raute, which is the last nomadic tribe in Nepal. So cool. Really cool. Amazing. They're beautiful. Yeah. So that's just a few of Mm -hmm. our favorites in Nepal. Like I said, there are so many good ones here. But we also thought that we would briefly mention a few that are more international because we know not all of our listeners are in Nepal or have access to Nepal right now. So, yeah, should we just start with some tips for ethical shopping, maybe? Yeah, because it's kind of overwhelming. It is. I mean, I already mentioned price and quality, and I feel like if you are only thinking about price, you're probably not going to be able to buy many ethical things, (laughs) honestly, because the reason things are so cheap is that they aren't paying the people who are making it. (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I would say just some really basic things to think about is buy good quality Mm -hmm. so that you only have to buy it once yeah you know that's better for the environment and probably not made by slaves yeah a plus good sign (laughs) i feel like you should say the second one (laughs) (laughs) um so these are more clothing specific if you live overseas (laughs) we're saying buy for longevity right um, anywhere you go, buy pants. <laughs> buy pants. And um, for you British people out there, buy trousers. Yes. But also pants. Actually, actually that's yes. our third point. Yeah. <laughs> is to buy underwear. <laughs> I feel like those are the things that I always, always like break or run out yeah. of. And yeah, buying good quality ones is great. Yeah. And shoes, too. Buy fewer shoes, but buy yeah. ones that will last you longer, right? Yeah. We realize Nepal is hard on shoes. If mm-hmm. you're going to come and visit us here, like we know you're going to do. Of course you are. Uh, but don't buy white shoes. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But actually buy me shoes. <laughs> buy this white <laughs> shoes. I would love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, okay, so that's that's the random tips. I don't know how we made that list. <laughs> There's only four things on it. We were not. Buy good quality. We weren't even drinking. Buy pants. Buy shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, no, but let me tell you, because I have done hours of research on this. So my basic thing that I do is I have a couple of websites and apps that I look to to help me know which things are Mm -hmm. ethical. My favorite one is called Good On You. They have an app as well as a website, and you can look up mostly clothing companies and see a rating on environment, on people, 
and on animals how ethical they are. And that's a really, really helpful one. There's a few other apps as well. Another one that I really like is called Better World. They have more ratings for companies that aren't just for clothing. And then as far as places to buy, Done Good is another cool website similar to Fashion Compassion where they pull a lot of stuff from different ethical companies around the world. And if you do want to go with Amazon, there is a website called wonderfulthings.com. And they actually curate Amazon, and you can search on that website based on whether you want something made in America, whether you want something ethically made, whether you want something that's sustainable, whatever. Um, so that one's really handy, especially if you, like, maybe you don't have access to other things or you're trying to find, like, a really specific type of item. Mm -hmm. And you're like, where do I look for that? Uh, I really like wonderful things for that. Um, but yeah, what are some, maybe some ethical clothing brands that you like, White? <laughs> How do I manage to stub my toes on everything? <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, looking at this list, it kind of looks like all we buy is activewear, <laughs> but it's hard to find really good activewear that's also ethical. So. It's true. Yeah, that's one of the harder categories to find. Um, one that I really want to mention is called Girlfriend Collective. Sounds <sighs> like a hippie commune, but okay. <laughs> Just go to their website. I think the website is girlfriend.com. Oh Isn't that amazing? <laughs> um, I think you'll love it too, though. But they're incredible. I just can't even say more about them. They recycle water bottles for their leggings. They mostly do leggings and then they have like sports bras and some jackets and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they also have really inclusive sizing. They have ethical dyes like that aren't going to kill the earth when they get recycled. Or the people who are using the dye. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and even like they are built for longevity, but if your leggings break down, you can send them back to the company what? and they recycle them. Oh my gosh. Make them into new leggings and they send you a gift card <gasps> in return so you can buy more leggings from them. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, well, one of my longtime favorites is called Pact Organic, mm -hmm. and I found this company when I first was trying to only buy ethical things, which is very hard, mind you, um, and it's one of the only places that I've found that has really good ethical basics, so they mm -hmm. have underwear, t-shirts, cotton leggings, sweatshirts, kind of that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. kind of that kind of stuff, wow, 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 wow. Past big, how could you forget the sheets and towels, which are amazing. Oh, and baby clothes. Did I mention the baby clothes? They are perfect gifts, I'll tell you. Yeah, I love Packed Organic. They are pretty great. What else? Uh, bigger brands. Mm -hmm. Prana. Prana. Adidas. Oh, yeah. I was so happy when I found out that Adidas is really ethical. Yes. Because big brands really struggle with this. It's yeah. more difficult for them to streamline and really have good quality control over their whole supply chain. So A plus Adidas. Yeah. We love you. And now you never have to buy Nike again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Patagonia is doing pretty well too, right? Yeah, They're they have more up. of a focus on being environmentally friendly, mm -hmm. but they also do have more of a people ethical focus as well. Yeah. Um, I also love Made Trade. They have more of a broad range of stuff that's mm. not just 
workout clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, buy me once. Ooh, that's a good sign. Yeah. So this website doesn't have a focus on ethical supply chain, but they just have a focus on quality stuff that is so good that it's mm-hmm. supposed to last for your whole lifetime. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's a great way to, A, be good to the environment, mm-hmm. B, be good to your wallet, yep. and C, have less interactions with cheapo stuff that's made by slaves. Yeah. And what about your, speaking of the necessity to buy pants or trousers, <laughs> yeah. what is your, that one brand? Everlane. Mm. So they actually don't have as close of a look on their supply chain mm-hmm. as they advertise. <laughs> oh, no. But they're still way more ethical than most brands. And the thing that I really like about them is they have a really big focus on educating people about ethical shopping. And for example, on their website, when you go to order stuff, you can see how much it costs them to make each item. And they break it down to like this much for the fabric, this much for the labor, this much for shipping. So you can actually see what you're paying for and what you're getting, which I really love. And they just have really good quality stuff Mm -hmm. that is gorgeous and really classy. So and they have stuff for men and women. And now they have a bunch of storefronts. Which is exciting. That is nice. I do love actually trying on clothes. Yeah. I spent a lot of money <laughs> It's embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of our favorite resources. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have other ones, let us know. Yeah. We're not going to buy stuff from them because we'll never get it delivered to Nepal. But no. <laughs> maybe other people will. Yeah. But yeah, if you are interested in kind of dipping your toes into the waters of ethical shopping... Um, let us know how it goes and don't feel like you need to go from zero to a hundred necessarily. Yeah. I saw something once that really encouraged me because it can be really overwhelming and daunting, you know, especially if you already have a habit of shopping a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like I always shop at Target or Walmart or whatever. And then trying to change that can be really hard. But literally every item that you buy from an ethical company is one less item that you're buying from a not ethical company. So don't feel discouraged. Like you have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Every little step is better than no step at all. Yeah. Yay. We love small steps. We do. Here in Big and White. Oh my gosh. All we do are small steps. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All I read about is habit formation and how to celebrate all the small victories. (laughs) We are here for you. We will celebrate with you. (laughs) Good. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but there is a water pump going. And what other noises have we heard throughout the episode? Dogs barking. Yep. Yeah. Motorcycles going by. Crows. Oh, all the birds. Yeah. Um, I heard a uh, pressure cooker. Oh, you did? I don't know if that was um, perceptible. Is that the word? Yeah. Perceptible. That's weird. Uh-oh. <laughs> we must be getting to the end of the episode. I'm running out of words. Yeah, I guess as I'm editing, I'll find out what other interesting noises were in the yeah, background of that this. That we didn't realize. Exciting episode, but... Well, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about things that we are super passionate about. <laughs> I hope it didn't feel like a lecture. We're just like, this is the best. You have to do it. <laughs> but, As if we needed to encourage anyone to do more online shopping right now. <laughs> <Do you? laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, maybe it'll inspire you to online shop from small businesses yeah. and support them. Speaking of which... um. 
If you are on Instagram and you follow us, I have a highlight on our Instagram page that shows all of the small businesses and more that we talked about on this episode. Yes. Great. Good. Go and support them. Yeah, please do. That would make us so happy. Yep. And speaking of Instagram, we have one. Mm-hmm. We also have a Facebook. Yeah. You know what else we have? <gasps> A website? We sure do. (laughs) I think I knew that. I think I created that thing. I think you did. Yeah. Uh, You know what else we have? Electronic mail. Oh, I love electronic mail. I use it every day. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you guys should hit us up on those. If you are enjoying the podcast, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That really helps other people find the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's it, right? Yep. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out outside on the porch. It's been fun. The weather's great. The sky is blue. We're happy. I guess it's time for us to go inside now, though. Uh, No, no. It's time for us to stay out here and do our first workout with our new gym equipment. hey We might have to, like, put on some things to hide our identity so we can share the experience (laughs) with our listeners. Perfection. Okay, cool. (laughs) I'll get a bag and cut two holes out for my eyes. Yes. That's (laughs) I love doing all my workouts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll talk to you later, okay? Okay, I guess I'm going to hang up. Okay, okay. I'm going to hang up now. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Two dumbbells that are dumbbells. I keep saying dumbbells. (laughs) (laughs) That's embarrassing.